Alrighty, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this, the 27th iteration of the Kona Hook Companion. This is Joshua, as always, I'm your Kona Hook Companion. And on this episode, we're going to be covering Season 1, Episode 26 of Naruto, entitled Special Report, Live from the Forest of Death. Now, before we dive off into this, I want to cover what happened on the previous episode. Uh, and previously on uh, the previous episode, Ibiki... Uh, began to reveal the tenth question, but first he lets the class know there's going to be a unique set of rules for the tenth question. Uh, the room like collectively squirms um, because Ibiki's super intimidating, right? It shows us Kakashi, Kurenai, and Asuma talking, where it's revealed that Kurenai is a new Jonin, Ibiki is a specialist in interrogation and torture. In fact, he is the head of the Anbu Torture and Interrogation Corps for the Hidden Leaf Village. Ibiki is a very tough first hurdle, if not the toughest first hurdle, uh, first portion of the Chunin exams that you could receive as a person coming in trying to take the exams. And uh, this group of examinees is particularly unlucky to have drawn him as their first examiner, obviously. Ibiki goes on to explain that the rules for the final questions are that you cannot uh, that you can choose not to take it if you don't want to. If you don't take it, you fail, but you can try again next year. If you take it and get it wrong, you fail, but can never take the exam again. Kiba protests these rules, saying others had failed in years previous and were there taking the test again, and, this, and that this rule was effectively bogus. Ibiki lets Kiba know that he makes the rules this year and that they're just effectively unlucky. Several students raise their hand and their entire squads get kicked out. Sakura considers raising her, her Sakura, excuse me, considers raising her hand so that she can save Naruto from failing and never taking the tests again, um, keeping him from becoming the Hokage, right? When the chips were down, Sakura's primary concern was seeing Naruto become Hokage, which I thought was really cool. However, before she can, Naruto raises his own hand and then slams it on the table and gives a badass speech about how he's going to be Hokage, and it doesn't even matter if he gets stuck again at all. <clears throat> Ibiki then offers everyone one last opportunity to leave and to save their skin, Nobody else leaves, having had, uh, you know, had their resolve strengthened by Naruto's speech. Ibiki thinks on how that speech kept some of them from leaving, ca uh, causing there to be more students left than he was expecting. He then lets everyone know they passed, right? And the true nature of the test was to see how they'd act when put under that much pressure at the end and to see how well they could gather information under strict circumstances to start. Just as Ibiki's concluding the test, Anko literally comes bursting in through the window and announces the second phase of the exam starts now. Uh, she points out the large number of passing students and uh, accuses Ibiki of getting soft. Ibiki demands it's just a strong crop of guinea uh, Anko dismisses the class and lets them know uh, she will let their squad leaders know where they all need to link up in the morning. Uh, the following morning, they all meet up 
uh, at what is revealed to be the 44th Battle Training Zone, a.k.a. the Forest of Death, and the episode ends. Right? So a lot happened in that episode. It was a really neat episode. Um, you know, everybody who matters passed the exam, and now we're kicking off the second part of the exam at the Forest of Death. And this episode starts with Naruto excitedly exclaiming, Ta-da! And letting out a huge laugh. He then puts his hand. Uh, he then puts his hands behind his head, and it's revealed that he is standing in front of a screen, showing a scene from within Konoha. He then asks, "So you know what time it is? Golden time. That's right. Starting tonight. In fact, right now, Naruto moves to a brand new time every Wednesday night at 7:27. Right. This obviously doesn't pertain to us. This is old, old news, but this is what they did. I thought it was really neat how they, like, broke the fourth screen here. Um, the fourth wall, rather. As he's saying this, Konohamaru appears next to him in a plume of smoke. And when Naruto finishes, Konohamaru tugs Naruto's sleeve and says, Hey, excuse me, boss. Naruto then completely ignores this and continues, This is your lucky day. I mean, night. Whether you're a long-time devoted fan or just tuning in for the first time. So now, here to get the party started is our brand new theme song. And Konohamaru finally has enough and erupts and yells, I'm trying to tell you something. Naruto has to rub his ear and asks, Jeez, Konohamaru, what's your problem? Can't you see the show is starting? Shrimpy then signals for Naruto to come in uh, so that he can like whisper something to him. Uh, which Naruto obliges, and Konohamaru tells Naruto, It's only 7 o'clock, Naruto. You're 27 minutes early. This is actually the time slot for Prince of Tennis. Naruto immediately panics and scrambles about the room, exclaiming, Oh great, now you tell me what a disaster. What are we going to do? I already told everybody. And as Naruto has his meltdown, Konohamaru says, Don't look at me! And he casts the appropriate hand sign, and he disappears in a plume of smoke. Naruto then stops running and yells, I can't just... Ah! And he then kind of slumps over, and uh, he's just defeated, right? And he kind of says, To hell with it! And at this point, Kakashi is peeking in frame from the background. Uh, he then uh, Naruto then immediately perks up and continues his rant about the show and goes, So without further ado, it's Naruto. He then casts a hand sign and disappears in a plume of smoke. Kakashi then yells, Hey Sakura, Sasuke, don't look now, but Naruto just went and opened the show. You guys ready? Sakura yells in from out of frame, No way, I still have my facial mask on. Stall him. Kakashi then asks, do we even have the video for this episode? Sasuke then comes literally sliding in from stage left and replies, no, it hasn't arrived yet. Kakashi responds, terrific. Well, I guess I could do uh, my ninja dance, but I was saving that for next season. On second thought, I'll go get the video. You guys will have to fill time. Sakura leans in from out of screen and uh, she definitely still has on a facial mask on and her hair is in curlers for some reason. Her hair is usually straight, right? I'm not tripping. Yeah, her hair's straight, dog. Why well, she got it in curlers? Um, 
yeah, hairs and curlers. And uh, she, like, leans in and yells, what? And Kakashi answers, think of it as a mission. You can do it. Sakura goes, or excuse me, Sasuke goes, hmm, a mission, huh? Since you put it that way. And as soon as Sasuke finishes that statement, Naruto erupts from the bottom of the frame and yells, yeah, just leave it to us, sensei. Sakura comes down on Naruto yelling, Naruto, you're the one who got us into this, you idiot. You and your big mouth. Sometimes I just want to, in fact, I think I'll do it. And she punches Naruto on top of the head, and she walks off, uh, leaving a huge lump on Naruto's head. In, like, classic Sakura fashion. <clears throat> Kakashi remarks, oh, good, keep it up. And at that point, the, uh, the new theme song and intro video starts, and the named teams get their own little showcases, right? There's always, like, neat little Easter eggs in this, so I'm going to go through it since it's the first time that it's come on. Um, our set of main characters get big screen time, obviously. It also shows the members of Team 8, Team 10, Team Guy. Uh, Kabuto gets showcased. Uh, several of the of the Konoha Jonin get showcased. Team Sand gets showcased. It shows Gara between Naruto and Sasuke and making his like sand swirl. Uh, a set of menacing yellow eyes with like vertical slits, like uh, snake eyes or lizard eyes or dragon eyes, right? Um, are looking over Naruto and Sasuke and uh, ultimately wind up locking in on Sasuke. It shows various members of the team kicking ass on, like, generic characters. Um, we see Naruto in fox mode again. Uh, we see Sakura with short hair, which she has long hair. We see her with short hair in the, in the little intro here. We see the snake eyes again, uh, but it's but it's definitely a person, right, with like pale white skin and black hair, um, and like purple makeup. It shows Naruto standing at the front of all the Genin that were showcased, minus Kabuto, oddly, uh, and that's a wrap on the new intro, right? That's a bunch of interesting stuff there. Who's got the scary uh, yellow eyes? Uh, who are the people getting beat up on? Um, you know, there's little Easter eggs here and there. Um, this episode starts with Naruto remarking, Whoa, nice place. What is it? And it then reveals uh, the gate, which is like locked several times. And it also shows us there are a few of the sentinels there that are in like an observation area that they have set up. And Anko responds to this question by saying, this is the location for the second phase of the exam. It's the 44th battle training zone, but we call it the Forest of Death. The wind howls and Naruto questions the Forest of Death. Suddenly a familiar box camouflaged as rocks approaches the group and it like shuffles about and we can see it like looking out through the peepholes at Naruto. And it like shuffles about and gets closer to Naruto and Naruto spots it, but he immediately like it, the box immediately stops shuffling the moment that Naruto looks in his direction. 
Naruto thinks, fake rocks, what's up with that? He then tries to walk away, but the box follows him step for step everywhere he goes. The entire group of Ginning are watching this as it transpires, and it goes on and on like in more and more dramatic fashion until Naruto finally stops and points at the box and exclaims, that's the worst disguise of all time. There's no such thing as square rocks. It's completely obvious. And I love this little callback to earlier in the season, right? Um, I, I love the like Metal Gear Solid box treatment, right? Like, you're never going to get away with being stealthy in a box, especially if you're moving about. But Shrimpy and them are trying it. You hear Konohamaru snickering inside and remark, You saw through my camouflage again. Just what I'd expect from my greatest rival. Suddenly the box explodes and the entirety of the Konohamaru ninja squad are left on the ground gagging, having overshot the explosion needed for this plan yet again. Konohamaru confirms as much when he remarks, I think we used a little too much gunpowder, you guys. As the smoke clears, they gather their wit and go about introducing themselves as they did before. Moegi goes uh, first, explaining, I'm Moegi, the sassiest kunoichi in preschool. Check me out. Udon comes in with the flame. I love algebra. Call me Udon. And Konohamaru finishes it off with, and I'm the number one ninja in the village, Konohamaru. And when we're all together... And in unison, they exclaim, we're the Konohamaru Ninja Squad. All of their goggles gleam in unison. And suddenly, Naruto interjects, yeah, I knew it was you guys the whole time. What do you, you, what do you losers want? I'm getting ready to take the second phase of the tuning exam, and you're interrupting me. I don't have any time to be playing around with you guys now. And Shrimpy demands, we didn't come to play around, boss. We're here on official business. And Moegi chimes in, Yeah, that's right. We came here for an exclusive interview. Udon gives a uh-huh as well. And Naruto then asks, An interview, huh? And I love how, like, this is what kind of changes Naruto's tune. Anything for a little clout for young Naruto is going to, like, make him bite, right? If you're fishing for a Naruto, show some clout. Konohamaru then responds, We're here on assignment to write an article for the, for the Academy newspaper. It's a big-time feature story all about the tuning selection examinations. Moeki chimes in again, So that's why we want to do an exclusive interview with you. Please tell us you're going to do it. Udon bows his head in respect and adds, It would mean a lot. Naruto responds, Yeah, but right now, you know, it kind of groans. And uh, just in this moment, Anko yells, Hey, you over there, what are you doing? You're holding up the exams. Naruto apologizes, offering, Uh, sorry, but Konohamaru was telling me something about an interview for the Academy newspaper. Anko then gasps and blushes and goes, Oh yeah, I forgot all about it. Lord Hokage mentioned something about them interviewing me. As she rubs the back of her head. Naruto questions, Uh, interviewing you? Anko then announces to everyone, All right, we're taking a 10-minute break. For those that are scheduled to be interviewed, please be courteous and respectful to the reporters from the Academy newspaper. 
Naruto continues to question, I thought I was the only one being interviewed. Konohamaru interjects, no boss, but you're the most important. <laughs> Konohamaru, always jocking Naruto, man. With a big thumbs up, Naruto smiles and uh, says, Oh, well, in that case, I'll give you an interview that'll make it clear to your readers why I'm the greatest ninja ever. In this moment, the title slide comes in and Naruto reads, Special Report, Live from the Forest of Death. At this point, a different slide comes in and Konohamaru reads, Naruto and the rest of Squad 7. Konohamaru then begins his interview with Naruto by going, All right, boss, first tell us a little bit about yourself. Naruto responds, Okay, believe it. I'm Naruto Uzumaki. I like instant ramen in a cup, and I really like the ramen Eruka sensei got me at the Ichiraku ramen shop. My hobby is eating different kinds of ramen and comparing them. And my future dream is to become the greatest Hokage. Then the whole village will stop disrespecting me and start treating me like I'm somebody. Somebody important. No other Ginin can match any of my jutsu. Even Aruka sensei can't help but be impressed. And throughout this, it has us flashing back to several instances of Naruto uh, talking about his dream and his journey so far. During the flashback, just as he finishes his statement, he flashes back to Aruka giving him his headband and telling him, You graduate. Naruto then continues, And now that I'm in Squad 7, I get to prove it by going on dangerous missions every day. It flashes us back to the cat recovery mission where Kakashi is asking through the headset, What's your distance from the target? And Naruto responds, Five meters, I'm ready, just give the signal. Sasuke and Sakura both confirm they're ready as well. Kakashi gives the signal and they all pounce. Naruto tackles the kitty and yells, I got him, I got him. Kakashi asks over the headset, Can you confirm a red ribbon on the right ear? Sasuke responds, Affirmative, we got a positive ID. Naruto then continues, The other Ginin in Squad 7 are Sasuke and Sakura, but since I'm really the only one that shows any kind of promise, you don't need to hear about them. Konohamaru responds, We'll do it anyway, you know, for the article. Naruto begrudgingly agrees by responding, Okay, okay. Sasuke Uchiha is a real pretentious guy. All the girls think he's so cool, but they don't realize how big a jerk he is. At this point, it shows us Naruto flashing back to when he transformed into Sasuke while having stomach trouble and he had to reach the toilet uh, and break the jutsu just as he sits down. As he does this, he remarks, close, really close. Naruto then continues his interview saying, anyway, he's always swooping in at the last minute and making me look bad. One day, I'll show him. There's also Sakura Haruno. I'll let you in on a little secret. She's madly in love with me. She would never admit it, of course, but I think her coyness just makes her even cuter. It then flashes back to Sakura yelling, That's it! 
and punching the lights out of Naruto in front of Shrimpy and the gang. And Konohamaru responds to uh, responds to her, Hey, what kind of girlfriend are you? And Sakura then goes into her like ass-kicking mode, right? Konohamaru then continues in his interview with Naruto by saying, It doesn't sound to me like she's in love with you, boss. Naruto sarcastically responds with a ha-ha-ha. Very funny, Konohamaru. But trust me, she is. Anyway, putting that aside, our squad is a well-oiled machine that can succeed in any mission, no matter how dangerous. At this point, it's flashing us back to when Naruto failed miserably at pulling weeds, standing next to his pile of indiscriminately pulled plants, laughing triumphantly, when the owner of the farm shows up and yells, Hey, you! When Naruto sees her, he goes, Oh, hi, lady. I got rid of all your weeds. Pretty cool, huh? When the lady doesn't respond, Naruto asks, What's wrong? To which the lady responds, You pulled the weeds, and you also pulled up all my plants. Those were special herbs I've been growing, and you destroyed them. The screen pans up, but you can hear Naruto getting beaten up by the owner of the herbs. Next is Naruto getting swept away by the current while him and the rest of Team 7 pick up trash from the river. As Naruto, fight, uh, as Naruto falls and screams down a waterfall, Sasuke saves him by catching him by the foot while he like dangles from a rope that he swung around a branch. Sasuke in this moment, of course, has to remind Naruto, you're such a loser. Next is Naruto yelling, no, no, not there. We're supposed to go the other way. Ugh. Hey, I'm talking to you. And he's saying all this like a huge dog that's dragging him towards a literal minefield. Sasuke sees this and remarks, what a loser. And Sakura sighs and adds, of course, he has had to choose the biggest dog. Moegi then chimes in and asks, These are dangerous missions? As she asks this, it shows the dog dragging Naruto through the mines and causing them to hit, uh, to explode. Naruto responds by saying, Of course I wasn't always away busy on dangerous missions. I still had to take the time to teach the Hokage a thing or two. It then shows us the scene where Lord Third is talking with Naruto about the picture he took for his ninja ID. Hiruzen says, we can't accept this photo. And Naruto gets frustrated and does his sexy jutsu. And uh, in his like cute Naruto form asks, pretty please, Lord Hokage. Which sends Lord Third flying back from like the blood flow shooting out of his nose. Which is always great. I love the I love the horny jokes with the blood shooting out of their noses. Konohamaru then chimes in. I don't think this is I don't think this material is appropriate for this article. To which Naruto responds, "Fine. What do you want to talk about?" And Konohamaru asks, "How about the first time you met me?" It then shows us Konohamaru bursting in the Hokage's office to ambush him, yelling. Old man, I challenge you. I'm going to defeat you and become the fifth Hokage. He then trips on his own scarf and face plants. It then shows the fourth Hokage atop a giant toad facing down the nine-tailed fox. As Konohamaru proclaims in the background, my name is Konohamaru. 
I'm the grandson of the third Hokage. That means he's the top ninja in town. The fourth Hokage was the greatest hero this village has ever known. He protected our home from the nine-tailed fox, and he's still revered to this day. It then flashes back to when Naruto and Konohamaru had their original confrontation in the Hokage's office, and Naruto has Shrimpy by his shirt, and Konohamaru's mockingly asking Naruto, What's the matter, huh? I thought you were going to hit me, tough guy. Afraid because the third Hokage is my grandfather? And Naruto like angrily yells, I don't care if he's your grandmother. And he punches Shrimpy on the head and yells, Believe it. Naruto then continues with the interview. Don't forget Aruka-sensei. He's the only one who was ever nice to me. And I sure did drive him crazy. While Naruto is saying this, it shows us the scene where Iruka took a giant shuriken to the back to save Naruto during Season 1, Episode 1, uh, that uh, Mizuki threw. <clears throat> it then takes us to Naruto and Iruka's dinner uh, to celebrate Naruto becoming a ninja, where Naruto announces, Me, Naruto, the next Hokage, a ninja legend. Then everybody will have to stop disrespecting me and look up to me. Believe it. Naruto then takes a huge slurp of noodles. Iruka then asks, Naruto, why would you do that to the Hokage's faces? And this is in reference to when Naruto painted over the, the great stone faces in Season 1, Episode 1. It then leaps to Naruto, pointing and laughing, yelling, Gotcha, that's my sexy jutsu. Iruka then erupts and yells, cut your stupid tricks. And this is the scene where Iruka's head gets huge and he has the like things protruding from his nostrils, um, which I still do not know what those things are. If anybody knows what was protruding out of Iruka's nostrils in this particular moment, please let me know. Uh, Konohamaru then interjects, the whole interview can't be about you, boss. Naruto smiles and responds, Oh, I guess you're right, Konohamaru. I suppose I could tell you a few stories about how Sasuke screwed up. Shrimpy cuts him off. I've heard that already. I've heard that story already, boss. Can't you talk about anyone but you? In this moment, it's revealed that Sakura and Sasuke have been watching the interview take place from afar when Sakura remarks, I'm sure Naruto is just talking about himself over there with those kids. I'll bet he never even mentions us. Sasuke nods in agreement and offers, <laughs> that'd be just like him. It then takes us to Kakashi running through the forest who says into an earpiece, uh, the incredibly cool Kakashi here, what's the situation? It then reveals the scene of Kakashi running is playing on a screen and Sakura leans in and says, The lovely Sakura here. We've been letting the idiotic Naruto fill time. Sasuke steps in from the opposite side of the screen and asks, So how are things going on your end? Are we going to have it in time? Kakashi responds, Oh, don't worry. At the pace I'm going, everything will be okay. I should be there with the video by the end of the next commercial break, I hope. Sasuke responds, well, you better be. Kakashi then disappears from the screen and Sakura calls out, Kakashi-sensei, yoo-hoo, 
Are you there? Well, what are we going to do now? It's the end of the commercial break, and he's not back yet. And I just cannot, I love how they're doing this little, this little uh, fourth wall break here. Um, and I know it's just kind of like a layover episode where they were changing times and stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I think this is like a neat little episode, and they, and they do this a couple of times. Sasuke responds to all this, I guess it looks like you're just going to have to fill time, Sakura. Sakura immediately hates this and yells, me? Why do I have to do it? Naruto then pops in on the screen, uh, and Sakura and Sasuke both uh, have been monitoring and offers, yeah, go for it, Sakura, as he runs through the woods. Sakura yells, I'd shut up if I were you, you little... Okay, fine, I will, since I guess I have no choice. The screen goes black and a new slide comes in with a couple of scrolls with decorative strings and Moegi reads out, The Art of Being a Ninja. She then continues, Tell us about Sakura Haruno. She's a kunoichi who I really look up to. She's got what it takes to be a top female ninja. As she says all of that, a scroll unfurls and reveals a bunch of drawings. Sakura then comes in and explains what's happening on the scrolls, remarking, Notice the interplay between physical and spiritual power. That's the key. Finally, the hand signs focus and unleash the chakra. It then shows us Ninja doing a sexy, or it shows us Naruto doing a sexy jutsu. Sakura continues, Moegi, if you want to know the truth about Naruto, talk to me. I'll tell you about his different ninjutsu without all of the bragging. First, there's his sexy jutsu. Then it shows us Naruto doing his shadow clone jutsu, uh, his uh, shadow clone jutsu on Mizuki back at the start of the show. Sakura then continues, shadow clones? Who could handle that many Narutos? There's also his harem jutsu. At this point, it shows Naruto and his shadow clones using the sexy jutsu all at once to turn into a boatload of sexy naked girl form Naruto's and smothering Konohamaru's trainer Ibisu. Which, by the way, they still have never said that man's name, but uh, Konohamaru's trainer is Ibisu. And he's still an asshole. He still has done nothing polite. <clears throat> It then takes us to Naruto playing a prank on Kakashi. Remember the very first time they were supposed to meet him, he was super late. And he's putting a chalkboard eraser on top of the door. So when Kakashi opens the door, the eraser will fall on Kakashi's head. As Naruto finishes placing the eraser, he hops down off of his stool and announces, that's what he gets for coming late. Surprise. Sakura, in her interview with the with Shrimpy Gang, says... But most of the time, Naruto is just being Naruto, which is not a good thing. As she says, uh, as she says this, Kakashi falls prey to Naruto's prank and gets bonked on the head. The scene then transitions to Sasuke running along tree branches, and in this moment, Sakura says, "What I really want to talk about is the number one rookie, Sasuke Uchiha. Not only did he graduate as the academy's top student." but he's also the most popular guy in class. He can even hold his own against Kakashi Sensei. I mean, he's so cool, oh my, I think I'm gonna faint. 
Come on. You think you're going to faint? That's a little too much, Sakura. But as she says all this, it takes us to the scene when Sasuke and Kakashi are squared off during the bell test. Sasuke throws several kunai at Kakashi, which Kakashi easily avoids. Kakashi uh, even says as he dodges, there's no point in using normal attacks. And just as he says that, Sasuke throws another kunai, which cuts a rope. And Kakashi remarks, a trap. And as he slides to change direction, uh, he leaps out of the way of several kunai, which wind up sticking in a tree behind him. As Kakashi lands from avoiding the second attack in the trap, uh, Sasuke launches a spinning kick to the face, which Kakashi blocks and grabs with one of his hands. Sasuke reaches around and punches at Kakashi, which Kakashi blocks and grabs with his other hand. Uh, Sasuke throws another kick, and Kakashi has to block it with his elbow, but the force of it knocks them both apart. Uh, this is also the moment whenever Sasuke touched the bell, but uh, they didn't necessarily show it here. As Sasuke goes flying, Kakashi thinks, this kid. And that's appropriate, right? Because Sasuke set like a two-stage trap so that he could get Kakashi set up with this move. And like he even like occupied both of his hands and had one free hand so that he could go for the bells. Like It was a well, well, well thought out play. So Sasuke is like a smart one and like was able to relatively hold his own. As soon as Sasuke lands, he casts several hand signs for a fireball jutsu. Kakashi can't believe it and thinks, what? Can he? He can't do fire style. It takes too much chakra. There's no way. Sasuke proceeds to execute the fireball jutsu, blasting a huge fireball at Kakashi. It then takes us to Sasuke holding the giant shuriken that was actually Naruto during the Zabuza fight where he yells out, Demon Wind Shuriken, Windmill of Shadows. Zabuza questions a shuriken, he'll never touch me with that. Sasuke then leaps in the air and throws the giant shuriken at Zabuza. In this moment it takes us to a scene where Sasuke smirks and remarks, I've been waiting to try this out. And uh, Sakura gasps and questions, could it be? Is it a Sharingan? And uh, so this is actually the scene whenever uh, Sasuke was trying out a Sharingan on Rock Lee. And Rock Lee stands at the ready and thinks, so that is the Sharingan. Sakura looks on in amazement and thinks, you never know what Sasuke will do next. He's amazing. Sasuke then thinks, Genjutsu or Ninjutsu? Whatever magic he's using, I'll see it now. Sasuke then locks his Sharingan on Rock Lee and charges forward. And what they don't show us here is that it, it isn't Genjutsu or Ninjutsu. It's Taijutsu that Rock Lee's using and that Sharingan didn't do much to help. And he went on to get his ass kicked. But at this point, it takes us to a new scene where uh, Sasuke throws several shuriken and they, uh, they stick the chain claws of the Demon Brothers to a tree during their attempted ambush of Squad 7 at the start of the Land of Waves arc. One of the Demon Brothers tries to counterattack, but his claw is stuck due to it, its chain being kunai to the tree. Uh, 
kunide, if that's a word, right? It's stuck to the tree because it got hit with a kunai, and the kunai carried the chain. Now they're like both stuck to the tree. Uh, whichever one of the demon brothers exclaims, I can't get loose. Sasuke then drops in and lands a double drop kick on both of the demon brothers. The force of this causes the chains to snap um, and it breaks the demon brothers free. One of them goes for Tazuna, who gets leapt in front of by Sakura, but Sasuke ultimately leaps in front of both of them to protect him. And what they don't show here is that uh, Kakashi winds up coming in and clotheslining this fool and subduing him. But at this point, Naruto uh, says, as we see more clips um, of Sasuke, your tribute to the great Sasuke is putting everyone to sleep, Sakura. But Sakura quickly putting into that, yelling, Quiet, Naruto! We then see a scene where Sakura and Moegi are both uh, entirely smitten by Sasuke, where Sakura says, Oh, admit it, Sasuke, you care about me. To which Sasuke responds, I, uh, guess that's true. Next we see Sakura in her mind space, standing beneath a light full of dread, thinking, I can't keep up with Sasuke. I can't even beat Naruto. I'll never pass the exams. And, you know, Sakura's always kind of doubting herself. At least when it comes to keeping up with Sasuke. She knows she's confident in herself, but knows that she's a step behind Sasuke in her own mind. Next, we see Kakashi and Sakura uh, saying, uh, Let me tell you about our sensei, Kakashi Hatake, also known as the Copy Ninja. He uses his Sharingan eye to assess the enemy's technique and then copy it in an instant. He's copied over a thousand jutsu but he's always reading his dumb book. And whenever he's supposed to meet us early in the morning, he's always late. Plus, like everyone else, Naruto really gets on his nerves. It then shows us Kakashi hitting Naruto with the Leaf Village secret finger jutsu, a thousand years of death, which sends Naruto flying right, shoves his fingers in Naruto's tank, um, and that sends him flying. Sakura then continues as it shows Kakashi um, begin the process of summoning his ninja hounds during the Zabuza bridge fight. But the biggest mystery of all is his face, hidden under that mask. I wonder what he really looks like. And, I mean, I'm certain the Hyuga clan, anyone from the Hyuga clan could see his face, right? But, whatever. Kakashi then yells as he slams a scroll on the ground, ninja art summoning earth-style fanged pursuit jutsu. And suddenly Zabuza gets mobbed by like a whole bunch of dogs from every direction, left, right, front, back, top, bottom, like literally falling out of the sky, erupting out of the ground, all over. Kakashi then remarks, I realized if I couldn't see you, I'd have to smell you out. That was a summoning jutsu. I was calling forth my ninja hounds that can track a scent anywhere. Ah, the mist is finally clearing. Then you know what I see? Your corpse. And as Kakashi casts the hand signs for his lightning blade, Sakura continues, I wonder, 
Why is it only his left eye has the Sharingan power? I thought it was an inherited trait exclusive to the Uchiha clan. That's a fair question. You know, it's, uh, it, it is, it's supposedly a thing that's limited to the Uchiha, and every time that we've seen it, it's been in uh, both, in an Uchiha, it's been in both eyes. Um, so, what's going on? But we'll see. Maybe. Zabuza, watching Kakashi cast his lightning blade, remarks, His chakra is so strong, it's visible. He holds it in his hand. Kakashi then says, I won't allow you to kill Tazuna. It then flashes back to Zabuza getting the jump on Kakashi and putting him in the water prison jutsu. It then shows Haku casting his secret Keke Genkai jutsu, the crystal ice mirrors jutsu. Sakura then continues. It shows us several of the ninja we've uh, met so far uh, using their special jutsu, right? Uh, and she says, there are plenty of other ninjutsu that other ninja can do as well. In fact, there are so many different types and styles that I don't have time to explain them all in this short interview. Like in this moment, it's just like showing us tons of different jutsu, right? Lots of neat ones. Udon then says aloud, rival ninja. And Udon then asks, boy Sasuke, you're the coolest. When I look at you, I feel like I'm looking at my future self. Do you mind if I get a few questions from you for our article? Sasuke responds, well, I guess I ought to set the record straight. If you listen to Naruto, your article will be more fairy tale than truth. Which is probably fair. Naruto butts in, oh no you don't, Sasuke. They came here to interview me, not you. To which Sasuke responds, they came here to interview everyone, loser. There are, ninja, uh, there are other ninja here, you know, mockingly believe it. It then shows us the scene when Naruto and Sasuke are having a standoff in the classroom. And Naruto then demands, this article is about me. Sasuke lets Naruto know, nobody cares about you, Naruto. All you do is goof off and get in trouble. That's why you'll never be a real ninja. Naruto responds, oh yeah? And Sasuke just continues, yeah, don't you remember anything? It then takes us to the scene when Sasuke confronts Team Sand, consisting of Gara, Konkuro, and Tamari. He leaps down from the tree branches and demands, hey you, identify yourself, the guy with the gourd on his back. Gara obliges him and responds, my name is Gara of the desert. I'm curious about you too. Who are you? Sasuke introduces himself, saying, I'm Sasuke Uchiha. It then takes us to the scene before the Chunin exams, where Team 7 and Team Guy first interact. And Neji calls out to Sasuke, Hey, you over there, what's your name? I want to know. Naruto's at this point, uh, Naruto at this point, his eyes like glow with anger from jealousy and thinks, Again, it's always about Sasuke. Sasuke responds to Neji saying, it's common courtesy to give your name before asking someone else's. Although he didn't do that whenever he asked for Gara. Although, again, that was maybe a formal interaction between a ninja who was uh, presumably from another village. And whenever you're doing that, maybe formalities um, trump courtesies, right? And so maybe there was a difference of how things operated there. But 
Um, you know, it's funny to see like literally the scenes right after one another. It then takes us to the scene that transpired immediately thereafter where Rock Lee confronts Team 7 as they're walking into the classroom. Rock Lee calls out, hey, you with the attitude, hold on. And this gives cause for Team 7 to stop and see what's going on. When they do so, Rock Lee continues, I want to fight right here and right now. Naruto steps in and says, I get him first. This weirdo is mine. Rockley responds, no, thank you. Right now, the only one I want to fight is Uchiha. Naruto readies himself and yells, oh yeah? Well, I've got news for you. And he charges forward, continuing, Sasuke can't compare to me. Believe it. Naruto leaps and throws like a huge right hand, and Lee simply flicks his wrist and pushes Naruto's punch slightly to the side, which sends Naruto tumbling to the ground. But he catches himself with his like hands, and he uses all that momentum to throw a kick at Lee, which Lee easily avoids by dipping under, and as he dips under, he spins and yells, Leaf Whirlwind, and he sweeps Naruto's hands out from underneath him, and it sends Naruto spinning across the floor until he slams into the wall off in the distance. Sasuke then says in the interview, The students taking the Chunin exams are all highly skilled, and every one of them is considered to be the cream of the crop, except for Naruto. He then introduces several of our favorite characters, Shikamaru Nara, Choji Akamichi, Ino Yamanaka, Hinata Hyuga, Kiba Inazuka, with Akamaru, Shino Amarame. Each one of them is talented in their own unique way, but I'm still better than all of them combined. Naruto chimes in, yeah, right, that's why you got your butt kicked by Rock Lee, because you're better than him? You shouldn't be talking. Even you screw up from time to time. Sasuke responds, I'm going to screw you up if you don't watch it, Naruto. Naruto immediately claps back, go for it. Let's settle this once and for all. Sakura tries to, th to settle things down, offering, Guys, will you cool it? Listen, we passed the first phase of the tuning exam, and we're about to enter the forest of death for the second phase. I don't know what's waiting for us in there, but no matter what lies ahead, we won't be afraid, and we'll pass the exam to become tuning because Kakashi Sensei taught us to work as a team, and nothing can break that bond. Right, guys? And Sasuke responds, Yeah, I guess you're right. And Naruto, time, Naruto chimes in, Teamwork, right. It then takes us back to the scene outside of the Forest of Death, and Moegi says, We really want to thank all of you. That was a great interview. And I love that, uh, that Sakura when it comes right down to it, is oftentimes um, the person who is helping settle things between Naruto and Sasuke and keeping things, like, cool between the team, right? Like, Sakura Loki is, like, the glue. But at this point, you know, Moegi thanks him for the interview. Udon adds, yeah, thanks. Uh, Shrimps adds with a big smile and a thumbs up. 
Knock him dead on the tuning exams, boss. Naruto returns the, the, the same smile and thumbs up and says, Don't worry, guys, we'll make it. The Konohamaru Ninja Squad walks away and they all in unison wave and say, See ya, bye, see you later, you're the best. In this moment, Kakashi steps in from out of frame and says, Hey guys, sorry I'm late. I bumped into a very cute young lady, and naturally, she wanted to go dancing with me. Naruto and Sakura both hit Kakashi with a, yeah, right, in unison. Kakashi walks up and asks, you don't believe me? <laughs> anyway, I got the video. Did I at least get back, uh, do I at least get some thanks for that? And Naruto, like, pumps his fists and yells, way to go, Kakashi-sensei, better late than never. Naruto then turns and throws a peace sign to the viewers and winks and exclaims, Okay, let's start the show, huh? Kakashi chimes in right after this commercial message. And Naruto groans and falls over and the episode ends. Right. And I, I thought it was a cool episode, man. I really liked it. I, You know, it's it's definitely like straight filler. You know, it was a... You know, basically a, a little review episode, right? It got us all caught up on a bunch of stuff, helped us get oriented. Um, you know, I have some final thoughts here. And uh, it's that, again, as I said several times throughout the episode, I loved how they kept breaking the fourth wall. Um, I'm into that, right? Uh, I, 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 you know, I went to school and took a film class. and They were like, you never break the fourth wall, ever. And it's like, man, fuck y'all. Have fun. You know, you know, this is... It's got to be gratifying for the, for the production team, too. And this is part of what does that. This is fun for them. Kakashi heads off to retrieve the actual physical copy of the video for this episode, which is funny. Like, who would ever need a physical copy these days? But that's how it was working back then. The new intro song was dope. I enjoyed it. Um, the new intro little video is pretty cool, too. Um... Who's the scary yellow eyes from the intro video, right? Like, really, really um, need to keep an eye out for that. Um, I love how they had Konohamaru and the gang sneak up on Naruto Metal Gear Solid style again. Um, the callback was excellent. Uh, the Shrimpy Ninja Squad was there to conduct an interview and, like, write an article for the Academy newspaper. Um and Naruto giving his interview was really funny how he like trumped himself up and talked Sasuke and Sakura down particularly like shit on Sasuke we went through all kinds of neato experiences through this right um from the pulling weeds experience to Sasuke saving Naruto on the river to Naruto walking the big dog that drags that drags him to the minefield to Naruto using the sexy jutsu on Lord Third, to Shrimpy ambushing the Hokage in his office, um, the fourth Hokage versus the Nine Tails mini flashback, um, Naruto punching Shrimpy, uh, Naruto and Aruka eating ramen. I mean, all kinds of stuff they were showing us. But these, all these things they showed us in this episode are important. You know, like there's a reason why these are the things that made the cut. So, like, pay attention, fam. They interview Sakura for a while, who goes on about Sasuke, of course, and mentions Kakashi-sensei for a while. The flashbacks include her explaining jutsu from a scroll, Naruto's sexy jutsu, his shadow clones, his harem jutsu, 
It showed us Naruto pranking Kakashi day one, uh, Sasuke and Kakashi's bell fight scene, uh, the demon wind shuriken windmill of shadows from the Zabuza fight, uh, Sasuke using his Sharingan during the Rock Lee fight, uh, the demon brothers fight during the start of uh, arc one, Sakura doubting herself, Kakashi with his Sharingan, his thousand jutsu copied, he's always reading his dumb book, his secret finger jutsu, thousand years of death on Naruto, the mystery of his face, which really shouldn't be a mystery to anyone in the Hyuga clan, the summoning dogs that were used on Zabuza by Kakashi, Kakashi's lightning blade, which is a dope-ass jutsu, uh, Kakashi getting caught in the water prison jutsu, and uh, Haku casting the crystal ice mirrors jutsu. Sasuke gets his interview, and he talks about how he's better than everyone, right? The patronizing-ass bastard that he is. Um, even though he just got taxed by Rock Lee, which Naruto was quick to point out. His flashbacks included Naruto and Sasuke standing off in the classroom. Sasuke confronting Team Sand. Team Guy confronting Team Seven. The Rock Lee fight the main room of the tuning exams, and intros of all the major leaf guinea. So basically, it was just one big flashback, helping orient everybody for the rest of the arc. Um, Sakura holds the team together as usual, and they unify to tackle the Forest of Death, which is dope. I can't wait to see what happens in the Forest of Death. Like I said at the end of last episode, I don't know how long this is going to go on. We might be standing outside of the Forest of Death for five episodes. I said that kind of jokingly, and yet here we are literally standing outside of the Forest of Death talking for a literal entire episode. So, um, you know, obviously I drew that from some type of intuitive experience, right? Um, but... Uh, hopefully everybody's like correctly oriented and knows what's important and knows like who they need to be keeping track of, what they need to be uh, keeping eyes out for. And uh, you're just like, what's generally important moving forward, right? If you have any questions about any of this stuff, hop in the comments, let me know. Um, you know, on that note, I feel like I can pretty effectively put a bow on this episode. Um, you know, thank you all for tuning in. I'm Joshua. I'm your Konoha companion. And I'm really looking forward to catching you on the next one. Thank you all so much for tuning in.